Shalom to all. Today's office of Yomus Daftes Vav. We are starting 11 lines from the top of the second word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah Bas, Yaakov Meisha, Herna Sham Shadavanolio, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka, Basar Meir Zev, Herna Sham Shadavanolio. And we continue talking about Beishamai. Are they also Kidivraim? Do they in practice act like their Shita when they differ with Beis Hillel? Or is it just in discussion they argue with Beis Hillel, but in actuality, in practice, they act like Beis Hillel? The Gemara says, Tashma, we have an attempted Raya of Dom Tarfin Tarfan said, and Tarfan was a Talmud of Beishamai. Te'evani, I long, I desire. When is it the story of Tsar Sabas is going to come to me and I'm going to marry her? We see from here that if he had the opportunity, he would have married Tsar Sabas, just like Beishamai says. The Gemara says that's not a raya asiena. Let's understand what really Reb Tarfan was saying is I will marry her off. I will let her marry someone else without needing chalitza. Meaning Reb Tarfan would pass like Beis Hill and not like Beishamai. Ask Kaamar. He had said the word Teivani, which means he longs, he desires, implying that he wants to do something which is unique, which is different, implying he wants to do like Beishamai. Shammai, not like Beis Hill. The Gemara says, no, Lafukim with Rabbi Yechimah Nuri, he was really just saying that to exclude Rabbi Yechimah Nuri. Rabbi Yechimah Nuri had suggested that everyone should have to have Chalitza, even according to Beis Hill, they should need Chalitza. And he was saying, Te'evani, I want to do like Beis Hill, and they do not need Chalitza. The Gemara continues with another attempt at Raya Tashma. Master Bito Shem Gamliel is a story with the daughter of Rabbi Gamliel, Shahasan Nisuela Abba Achev. She was married to his brother Abba, Umes Bleibanim, and his brother Abba died without children. Miyabim Rabbi Gamliel, Sarasa, Rabbi Gamliel's Miyabim, the Tsara of his daughter. So we see from here that not only is Tsar Sabas mutter, but in practice we're allowed to marry them, like Beishamai says. The Gemara asks, Tizba, Ram Gamliel, me tell me the Beishamai, who does it make sense to say that? The Ram Gamliel was a Talmud of Beishamai. We know the Ram Gamliel was a Talmud of Beis Hill, and that he passed like Beis Hill. So how could we say that he married Tsar Sabas? Ella must be. Shani Bitam Ram Gamliel, the daughter of Ram Gamliel is different, that her Tsar was permitted. The islandess Havai, the daughter of Ram Gamliel was an islandess, and therefore her Tsar wasn't putter, her Tsar was mutter to marry. The Gemara asks, how could you say that? Make Tani Sefer, the Sefer that says, Achirim, Aymer Machirim says, Bitam Ram Gamliel, islandess Haisa. That the daughter of Gamaliel was an islandess. Michal Tanakama saw her lav islandess high, so that implies that Tanakama holds that she's not an islandess. Meaning, according to the Tanakama, she was just a regular woman, and nonetheless, we see the Rebbe Gamaliel married Tsar Sabas. The Gemara says, no, that's not a question, because Hekerba Veloy Hekerba Ikebanayu, the difference between Tanakama and Acherim is whether he recognized that she was an islandess. According to everyone, she was an islandess. The Machlekes between the Tanakama and Acherim is if he knew she was an islandess, does that invalidate the marriage, allowing him to marry Tsar Sabas? The same alternatively, we could say, the difference between the Tanakama and is this case. The Tanakam holds that Abba, Rabbi Gamaliel's brother, was married to his daughter and to another woman at the same time. He divorced his niece. He divorced Rabbi Gamaliel's daughter, and then he died without children. And the Tanakam holds that it's not a problem for Rabbi Gamaliel to marry the Tsara, whereas Acherim holds that that would be a problem, and therefore it has to be that she was an islandess. Or he by his name, we could say, Do we say that there's such a thing called Tanai Bibia? A man makes a Tanai with a woman, I'm only marrying you if you don't have any mumen. And it turns out after he marries her, and after he has Bia with her, that she does have a mum, do we say that Lima Freya is considered like the Kiddushan wasn't valid? According to the Tanakama, we say that even though he had Bia with her, Lima Freya, the Kiddushan is not valid and therefore the Tsara is permitted. According to Acherim, the Tsara would not be permitted in that case, and that's why Acherim has to say that she was an islandess. But either way, it wouldn't have arrived from this case of Ramagamliel that Beishamah was also Kid of Ram. We continue asking, that he picked an Esrog on the first of Shvat, by Bezi Surin, and made sure to take two Meisters off of it, Meister Shani and Meister Ani. So year two of the Shemitah cycle, all fruit is Chayv and Maeser Shani, but year three, it's Chayv and Maeser Ani. According to Beishamah, the cutoff is fruit that grows before Eshchadah Shvat, that's considered to be last year's, after Eshchadah Shvat, it's this year's. According to Beis Hill, the cutoff is Tubishvat. And Rabbi Kiva picked it in between Eshchadah Shvat and Tubishvat, and he treated it like the Maeser of two years. Shema, we know, we see from here, Asu, that Beishamah in practice holds like their own Shita when they argue with Beis Hillel, and that's why Rabbi Kiva treated this with two different Maesers. He was Chashish like Beishamah and like Beis Hillel. And where answer is not arrived, Rabbi Kiva Gemara is topically, Rabbi Kiva himself 
himself was in doubt. Yada, he didn't know. Whether Beis Hill held that the cutoff was the first of Shvat or two Shvat, and therefore he was chayshish according to both shitas, but it was both in shitas Beis Hill, he wasn't being chayshish for shitas Beis Shammai. The Gemara continues asking, the daughter-in-law of Shammai Azakin had a baby. She wasn't able to come to the sukkah with her children. Upiches is maziva, and he took away some of the roof. And he puts chach on top of the bed because of the child. Shammai holds a we have a chiv to make sure that children sit in a sukkah even though they still need their mother. Shammai also we see that Shammai acted according to his own shita even in case where he disagrees with Beis Hillel. The Gemara says it's not a riot in that particular case. He was able to do like his own shita and it didn't look different. It didn't look strange. It was an issue of Lysus Gaidu because Hasim over there Haraya Oimer Lafushe Averkavid. A person that sees this piece of ceiling messing with some schach on it is going to think that the reason why he did so is because he just wanted extra air in the room and that's why he took away some of the ceiling but not because he was doing like his own shita that he held that a katha needs to be in a sukkah. Another tempted raya, and this is going to touch on the halacha regarding mikvah, is called hashaka. If a mikvah doesn't hold enough water, it can be connected to a kosher mikvah by way of hashaka. The waters of these two mikvahs touch and they're considered connected. The tube connecting them only needs to be two fingers wide. Derech agav, as an aside, that's how the majority of our mikvahs are. The pool we immerse in isn't the actual rainwater pool, but it's connected to the pool of rainwater by a tube by the way of hashaka. Masa Marzotra Marzotra asked, There's a story with the shaykes, this basin of Yehu that was in Yerushalayim, and there was a hole attaching it to a kosher mikvah, and all the tar utensils that were in Yerushalayim, Nasim al-Gaba, they were immersed in this mikvah, and even though this shaykes, this little basin, didn't hold enough water, it was connected by way of a shaka to a kosher mikvah. and sent messengers and they widened this hole. Because says, the hole of hashaka connecting the non-kosher mikvah to the kosher mikvah has to be the majority of its size, it can't be a little narrow tube. Utanan, we have a mission that says that the way to mix mikvahs is to have the opening the size of a tube that goes into a water skin. The size of its thickness and hollow has to be the size of two fingers that can go and turn around in their place. So we see that even though the Mishnah says that the opening of Hashaka only needs to be two fingers wide, Beishamah argues with that and has to be and they acted upon their psak by widening this mikvah. So we see they act upon their psak even though they argue with Beis Hillel. So Kumar says, not Raya, Hasam over there, Tesvavam Beis Natab, Haraya Aymer, someone that sees them widening the opening is going to say, Lafushe Mayahu the Kaavid. The only reason they're widening the opening is so that more water could come to the mikvah, but not because they're really acting upon their psak that this opening of Ashaka has to be wider. And Tashma, another attempted Raya, and this is a pretty long one. When I was learning Tire by Rabbi Yechanan Reisi Melach, I saw that he was eating dry bread and salt, but Cyrus, it was a year of famine. Clearly, he didn't have a lot of food. When I told my father, Amr Ali, my father told me, go bring him some olives. I brought him some olives. And he saw that they were moist. Now, what's the problem with them being moist? So we know that produce cannot be makabotoma unless it was mukshala kabotoma. It has to be susceptible to makabotoma. And the only way that can happen is if it has one of the seven rabbinic liquids placed on it, one of those being oil. So he saw that these olives were moist. He thought that these olives had olive oil on them. And therefore, he suspected that since they were mukshala kabotoma, they actually became tome. So he didn't want to eat them. Amr Ali, he told me, I don't eat olives. He was just saying that because he didn't want to eat them. He was afraid that they were tummy. But I that this Abba went back and I told my father, Amrli, my father told me, go tell him, the barrel that these olives were in was perforated. It's just that the sediment blocked up that hole, and that's why these olives are moist. And tonight we have a Mishnah, a barrel of softened olives. You don't have to make a hole in it. You have to make a hole in it. They agree that if a hole was made in it, but the sediment blocked up the hole, and therefore the liquid that was oozing out of the olives wasn't able to escape, that these olives 
animals would be tar, it's not considered like they're Moshe Lekabal As we said, if something becomes Moshe Lekabal even if it becomes wet, the only way it could be Moshe Lekabal is if it becomes wet and the owner wanted it to become wet. However, if he didn't want it to become wet, it's not Moshe Lekabal And by him making a hole in the barrel, he shows that any liquid that comes out of the olives is not desirous to him. He wants it to flow out of the barrel. And therefore, if the olives become wet because the hole became stuffed because of the Shmarim, it's not considered like the olives or Moshe Lekabal because he didn't want the liquid on them. And now we conclude this. Even though he was a Talmud of Shammai, he only did everything according to Beis Hillel. And now here's the conclusion of our Raya. So if you want to say, Talmud of Shammai acted upon their Shita every time they argued with Beis Hillel, that's the Chiddush over here, that even though Beis Shammai holds that the barrel does not need a hole, he was Makbid that the barrel did need a hole. But if you want to say that Beis Shammai didn't act upon their Shita anyway, what's the Chiddush over here to say that he was Machmer like Beis Hillel? They're always Machmer like Beis Hillel. They never act upon their Shita. It must be that whenever Beis Shammai argues with Beis Hillel, they act upon their Shita, and it's not just a halachic discussion. In actuality, they do hold like their own Shita. And Toshma, another tempted Raya, Shalos Rabbi Shua, they asked Rabbi Shua the following question, Saras Habas Mao, what's a halacha in Saras Habas? This case that we've been discussing, Armelahemi told them, Machlech is Beisham Beisil, it's Machlech is Beisham Beisil. So they asked him, Malachik is Beisham so who's the halacha like? Armelahemi told them, Why are you putting my head in between these two great mountains? In between these two Machlechas, Ben Beisham and Ben Beisil, between Beisham and Beisil. Mesyarani, Shami Yerusha Galgalasi, I'm afraid that they're going to crush my head. If I say that Allah is like Beis Hillel, that means Beis Shammai has a bunch of Mamzerim running around, and these Mamzerim are going to come and kill me. But he continued telling them, lachem, I do give edus to you. There's two great families in Yerushalayim, Mishpachas Beis Tzivuim Ben Achmai, the family of Beis Tzivuim from Ben Achmai, and Mishpachas Beis Kufai Ben Mikaishesh, and the family of Ben Kufai from Ben Mikaishesh, Shehem Ben Eitzaris, that they are the sons of Tsaris that married the brothers, and Mehem Kahanim Gedalim, and from them there are Kahanim Gedalim, Vishim Shalagab Mizbeach, and they served on the Mizbeach. So here's the so if you want to say that acted upon their own shita, that's why he said, I'm afraid that they're going to kill me. Because if we're going to pass like Beis Hillel and Beis actually acted upon their own shita, it turns out there's a bunch of Mamzeim running around. But if you want to say they didn't act upon their shita, why would he be afraid? There's nothing to be afraid of. It's just a halachic discussion, but in actuality, there's no real nafkamina. So it must be that Asu, that they really did act upon their own shita. The Gemara says that's not a riot because even if they did act upon their shita, why would he be afraid? Rabbi Shua himself holds that the only way we can have a mamzer is from someone who would be chayv misa and bezdin if these two people get together if they have relations. Whereas in the case of Beishamai, it's only chayv krisis and not chayv misa bezdin. So according to Rabbi Shua, there are no mamzerim running around anyway. So why should he be afraid? The Gemara answers no because nay nami the mamzer lehava. You're right. There wouldn't be any mamzerim coming out of Beishamai. Pagumi avay. They would be pegumi mikavuchar almana. Kavuchar based off an almana. Ma almana shein isura neig bechal. Just like the isur of an almana married kain gadol. That doesn't apply by everyone. One, there's only an Isra of an Almana marrying a Kayan Gadol. But not Pagum. Her child is Pagum, is not allowed to serve as a Kayan, is not allowed to marry a Kayan. Zushi, Isur Shavabachal. This one who's Sar Sabas is also by everyone. Sar Sabas is always also to the brother. For sure, her child should be Pagum. But now the Gemara just asked in Rabbi Shua's response, Kabom Binet Saras, the Kapashale Binet Saras. They asked him what about the Tsars themselves, and he started telling them a story about how the sons of the Tsars served in the Beis Hamikdash. He didn't answer the question that they asked him. The Gemara answers, no, Tarti Kabom They asked him two questions. Tsaras Mai, what's the halach with the Tsars themselves? And Vimtim if you want to say that we pass in the case of Tsars, like Beis Hill, that they're allowed to marry someone random without even eating chalitza, B'nai Tsars the Beis Hillel, L'Beis Shammai Mahu. What about the children of these Tsars? The Beis Hill says they were allowed to marry without chalitza. How does Beis Shammai look at them? The Gemara asks, Lamai Nafkamino, what's the Nafkamino? How Beis Shammai looks at the children of these Tsars? We don't pass like Beis Shammai. If you're saying that we pass like Beis Hill, so we're only going in Chita's Beis Hill, we're not going in Chita's Beis Shammai. What does it make a difference how Beis Shammai views them? The Gemara answers, L'Mishid Vlad Machsa Grushasa, L'Beis Hillel. That's because we have to understand how to pass in the case of Vlad Machsa Grushasai, the 
the child of this person if he remarried the woman he divorced after she married someone else, according to base Hill. Do we say a Kavachimer? What would the Kavachimer be? Just like the Isser of an Almana to marry a Kayan Gadol. That Isser doesn't apply to everyone. It only applies to an Almana marrying Kayan Gadol. Her child is Pagum. This one, this Isser applies to everyone. No one's allowed to be Machsir Grushasai after she marries someone else. For sure, the child should be Pagum. Perhaps we could ask. The case of an Almana marrying Kayan Gadol, that's very unique because she herself becomes Mishaleles. She herself is not allowed to marry a regular Kayan. Let's say the Kayan Gadol dies after she marries him, so she retains her status of an Almana, and a regular Almana is allowed to marry a Kayan, but she herself becomes a Chalala, and she's not allowed to marry a Kayan. Whereas in the case of Master Grushasai, this woman is allowed to marry a different man. Those are two different questions they were asking him. Vamril Husar, we should respond to them. Tsaris, Misyarhani. Regarding the Tsaris, I'm afraid that the children of these Tsars are going to come and kill me. That's because even though, as we said previously, these children, according to Bishu, would not be considered Mamzerim, they would still be puzzled from Kahuna, and those children would not be happy about that. And Tazayana Balafantapi answered regarding the second question, B'nai Tsaris, regarding their children, Animei Lachem, I'm giving you Edos that two of these very Chasha families had descendants that served as Kaihanim. And now it seems to be the final psak of whether Asu or Loi Asu, Tashma, B'meir Abdesman Herkinis, and the Dezer Abdesman Herkinis, Hutra Tsaris Habas Laachin, they permitted Tsaris Habas to marry the brothers. We see from here that Beishamai acted upon their Shita, that's a Raya. When we say B'meir Abdesman Herkinis, this is referring to the brother of Abdesa, he was at the Talmidim Beishamai. So we see from here that Asu Beishamai did act upon their Shita, even though they are in disagreement with Beis Hill, they nonetheless acted upon their Shita. We're going to pick up tomorrow, continuing to discuss this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.